0: guys welcome back to west coast bias um we've been gone for what two months now probably due to some uh, um, issues with uh an, an app that will be unnamed um but today we are back for um an nfl preview uh we're gonna be doing just going division by division um we're gonna be doing some some fantasy talk too um but we're gonna start i'll just jump right into it um start with the start with the afc we're going to start with the afc east uh probably the the least interesting division in football maybe uh, by far the least interesting could, that, could that be safe to say um, jets fans may be hyped about uh sam darnold but other than that there's really just not a lot going on
1: uh up until their trade with the saints the jets had two of the three best quarterbacks in this division the jets
0: yeah it's a, it's a sad time, and and somehow the Patriots, I think an under an underappreciated aspect of the Patriots' dominance, um, aside from the Brady and the Belichick influence, has been just how horrendous this division has been. I'd say what the best the best team in the in the Brady era was probably the Mark Sanchez Jets um, yep. to to compete with them. Um, uh, second
1: best was when the Dolphins were in the Wildcat for about six months. Yeah.
0: Um, so barring some unforeseen. Um, Josh Allen heroics or Sam Darnold turning into someone I don't believe he's going to be for at most four years or at least few four years. Um, it looks like a pretty even even and even though Tom Brady's down to exactly one wide receiver uh, and the usual mess of running backs where no one knows exactly who's going to be playing. Um, Patriots should probably pretty comfortably win this. I think. Most people think that the Jets are going to be second, though. Um, not but sure.
1: If the Bills hadn't gone and traded away Tyron Taylor to give Josh yeah. Allen a start, and if the Bills hadn't gone and traded away A.J. McCarron so that Josh Allen and Nathan Peterman had a clean competition, the Bills would be a real contender here. Unfortunately, the Bills have Josh Allen, and Nathan Peterman, uh, two notably bad quarterbacks at the moment with real potential for Allen and. No potential whatsoever for Peterman. Uh, They have very, very little hope of actually winning anything this year. Same can be said of the Dolphins, who finally have Tannehill back after being in the playoffs last time he played two years ago, but don't really have anything else good to say. They're expected to give snaps to Frank Gore in the year 2018, so it's pretty much their season in a nutshell. The Jets have an exciting defense, even if Mohamed Wilkerson left two years ago. They have a potential franchise quarterback, with an incredible preseason to the point that they traded the guy they brought in for him to beat already. And they have some actually exciting, actually exciting potential. Not so much offensive weapons outside of one quarterback in Darnold, but they've got some opportunity.
0: Robbie so, Anderson's yeah. fun. I mean, they were they were kind of shockingly like they were in they were one of those teams that was in a lot of games last last year, and no one could really figure out how they how they were, um, and then they kind of. Be, you know, did normal Jets stuff. But Robbie Anderson's fun. They have a few mediocre running backs and a good defense. So if Darnold is good, and again, I've been I've never really seen a game where I've been particularly impressed with him. Um, but if he does show up, then then they should probably be the second best team in that division. The Dolphins again, you never know. Tannehill's really just not he's not a bad quarterback. Um, I think Kenyon Drake's just people are kinda down on him for no real reason um he doesn't have he doesn't have a great history but um they like him enough to you know feel very comfortable getting rid of Ajayi and, and have all this stuff going so I would say the final the final if I had to had to pick would probably be uh Pats, Jets, Dolphins, Bills but none of those teams are you wouldn't think any of those three teams after the Patriots would be uh um playoff contenders at all I would say the same even uh, in even in the kind of situation that's emerged where the the Western Conference Eastern Conference's NBA has kind of been replicated here with you know two reasonably good teams and the rest just not super great I
1: gotta give a lot of credit to the AFC though because the AFC has a whole lot of 6 and 10 teams this
0: year they do they might set that record maybe even some 5 and 11s um the FC North um, what what's something that could happen that would and, and and here's the thing they they I think the Ravens who were 5 and 0 in preseason which I did not know by the way but um, all of these teams have talent on their rosters which is good the Steelers obviously just have this absurd level that that you don't really understand how they haven't won anything they have the best running back and the best receiver in the league arguably um even though Ben Roethlisberger has been pretty close to done for the last five years or so, um, when he's healthy, he's still not horrible. Um, I actually really like what the Bengals have done. Um, I don't think, I think people give Andy Dalton too much crap. I think he's actually a good quarterback um, that hasn't really had any resources. Um, Hard to overcome
1: Marvin Lewis, though. Yeah,
0: and Marvin Lewis, how has that guy not been fired? he's one of the longest tenured coaches in the nfl somehow right and they've done absolutely nothing for since he's been there and it's bizarre um i like that john ross is back though i think he could be he could be a breakout um i was mad even he went down last year with whatever injury he got um they upgraded their their offensive line a little bit he's still got aj green um, Joe Mixon's crazy talented, so he, he could really have a really good year, I think. And again, if, if Andy Dalton's given good good, good weapons, I think that they could have a pretty decent season.
1: There is one team, though, in the AFC North that's particularly interesting, and that is the team that has won win over the last two years, the, the Browns, of course. The Browns have Tyron Taylor, the best quarterback they've had since they ceased to exist and then came into existence again. The Browns have... The number one overall pick quarterback baker mayfield who's the second best quarterback that they've had since they ceased to exist and came into existence again the best quarterback they've drafted by far by uh, where he is now and realistically by potential i don't think he's quite got the potential of some of the other guys they've drafted but the fact that we're having that conversation at all is important because none of those other guys they drafted reached that potential Uh, i think that's probably a 9-17 added jarvis landry great target Uh, Added a linebacker from the Eagles who continued insider trading. You know, always a good idea. Uh, also, they added a second-round running back out of Georgia, but not the one that you would have hoped for. I personally think Michelle's much better running than Chubb, and unfortunately, he landed on the Patriots where he probably gets seven touches a game. Distributed specifically 20-0-0 every three games. Uh, so they have some real potential going. They could light a fire and maybe even go 10-6, and but I expect a moderately good year maybe a playoff berth, probably floating
0: between nine and seven, 79. They should be. You'd think, you'd think that they would be. Um, I think the, the factor here, the, the call it the Browns factor brings their, their expected win total down by three or four. Um, and they still are completely incompetent coaching wise. Um, cause they do have a ton of talent. I think in Joku, the tight end is really, really good, um, as well. Um, Mayfield, I think, is somehow went from somebody that no one could really understand why they drafted number one, pretty rapidly and with very little fanfare, into somebody that everyone understands why they drafted number one now. Oh yeah, uh, it you got so, anybody
1: from this class, it's Mayfield. Up.
0: So, and I don't know if that's just because people are very down on Josh Allen and, and you know, or it, it. I think when what we said when the draft happened too is it's just kind of a crapshoot. One of these quarterbacks is going to probably be really good, and the other four are going to be average, and we don't know who that one's going to be. Could be Josh Rosen, who no one's talking about still. Um, you know, all these people. But the Browns yes, the Browns should be a, a five hundred team, but again, the Browns factor brings that down, so I would not be surprised to see six and ten or you know, five and eleven even so we'll see.
1: Here's a question, what would it take to get Hugh Jackson fired considering he is averaging half a win
0: through his first two seasons? I don't know, bring bring another hard knocks performance back. He's he, he came off like an absolute moron in that. He like just the, just the clips i saw he just sounded he just sounded like the most insecure guy um he had to tell his tell his players who was in control like all this all this different stuff um,
1: he comes off as a guy who doesn't really
0: think of himself as a head coach he sounds like a guy who's won one game in two years so that's what he sounds like um but i'm gonna go i think the ravens uh, there should there should be a number here um well,
1: who's the raven's starting quarterback exactly
0: Well i was just going to bring that up when does lamar jackson when do ravens fans get so tired of flacco i mean the answer is week one but when do ravens fans start clamoring for lamar jackson so hard that they actually have to do something about it
1: um, but this is it's a mahomes uh alex smith situation where either joe flacco has a great season and he leaves on good terms and uh he's going to be replaced next year by lamar jackson Right, or six interceptions in week two, and Lamar Jackson starts the rest of the season, and Joe Flacco's never spoken up again.
0: Right, except Alex Smith has been a good quarterback for the last four years. Joe Flacco hasn't been good since he won the Super Bowl, and he wasn't even that good that year. Um, so, and again, the the, the Ravens are always going to have that good defense, um, but they have essentially nothing else. They just waived uh, Rashawn Parramondier, who was what one of their top the top three round pick um, a couple weeks. ago. yeah. So. That's a weird one. He had not that he had done anything, so I can't really blame them. Um, but that seems to be the the last place team in that division. If I, I I'd go Steelers, Bengals, Browns, Ravens in that order um, in the North. Um, I'm
1: gonna go Steelers, Browns, Bengals, Ravens.
0: Yeah. Um, again, uh, I, I think if the Bengals can can be again, and the problem with all, all these teams. Um, or not they're not all these teams but the the ohio teams at least is that their coaches are just useless and marvin lewis who went from being such a young you know potential super super superstar coach and now he's just the laughing stock um doesn't help that both these teams are in ohio now the afc south is is one of the more interesting divisions probably right i mean just Uh, just just for the boomer bust potential of pretty much every team in the division
1: Uh, The AFC South is fantastic because what was true of the Patriots with Brady is also true of Manning's Colts. He had to compete against an expansion Texans team, a recently moved Titans team that fell out of its championship window and struggled to deal with the realities of being coached by Jeff Fisher, and a Jaguars team that nobody had really talked about since the third year of their existence. And in the time since they drafted Andrew Luck, those teams were all terrible. Everybody assumed that would continue, but now the Jaguars... To the AFC Championship game. The Texans have the most exciting young quarterback in the NFL. The Titans have been consistently pretty good and just dropped a deadweight coach. Meanwhile, the Colts have been absolutely horrendous in the past two years since Andrew Leck has been perennially questionable, never fully ruled out for a season, but hasn't played in, I believe it's something like thirty or twenty-eight weeks of NFL football. And now any one of these teams could win the Super Bowl, any one of these teams could win two games. As the Texans pretty much Last year, there was a point where they looked like Super Bowl contender. I said they were my favorite to win the Super Bowl, and they ended up with the very, very high number four overall pick that they traded to the Browns.
0: Right, and, and I've, I've made my thoughts on Andrew Luck clear, and it's not necessarily his fault. I think when he is healthy, um, he is a very good quarterback. I don't know even when he's healthy if he's a top five quarterback in the league, though, um, especially with all these new rules that, that make... People like Alex Smith and uh, Kirk Cousins look probably much better than they are. Um, the Colts have exactly nothing else on that team. Um, they, they really don't. They have T.Y. Hilton and a couple of half-decent tight ends, but the rest of that team is absolute trash. I couldn't name their starting running back. I don't know if I can name. The only reason I know that Marlon Mack's a player is because of fantasy. Um and, and so I don't really know anything about them. And then the other three, there's just, it's really super hit or miss. Obviously, you mentioned the Texans are probably the best example of that. Uh, if they're good, they're going to be really good. But if they're not, they're going to be absolutely horrible and not be able to score points. And the crazy thing about the Texans is that if they have their, their um, if they get Watson healthy, if they have J.J. Watt healthy, if they have, um, who's the other defensive end that went out last year? Uh, stadium penalty. On Clowney, and then there's another one too, right? Um, mm. uh, uh, Whitney Merciless, right? Right. So, if they're good, they're going to be really good because because you know DeAndre Hopkins I think is is the best pass catcher in the league now. I would say. But DeAndre
1: um, Hopkins may not have the best single individual. Yeah. Level but he is a top three wide receiver on his sheer brute force and work ethic alone. Yeah. Um, uh, he's like, if Keenan Allen was a significantly better athlete and also didn't have to get injured every year because he's on the Chargers. Uh, I see the Texans one of two ways. Either Deshaun Watson wins MVP and they win 14 games or one of those players gets hurt any random one and an it just all falls apart and they win four.
0: I mean, when that defense is healthy, that's absolutely terrifying. Those guys are huge and very fast. Um, and, I mean, just
1: uh, Watt and Watt can stay healthy, which has three years, and Clowney alone, they have never been healthy together, and they have both been top three edge rushers every single year that one of them is healthy.
0: Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, I, you know, Lamar Miller and, and Deontay Foreman may not be anything special, but they're both relatively solid running backs, so they really have, and then obviously they have DeAndre Hopkins, So, um, and uh, so Will Fuller. Who, who had some? Who, who When he's good, he's really good as well. Will um, Fuller had seven touchdowns in the four games that he played right, with Sean Watson. Right, exactly. So, an underrated aspect. And I, th- I want to talk about this more when we get to some specific quarterbacks in the in the NFC. But a big fi- a big thing with quarterbacks is is and receivers is who who quarterbacks like. Um, the Jaguars should be by default kind of the best team in this division. Um,
1: the Jaguars have the best player in this division, Jalen Ramsey. Blake Bortles. <laughs> the Jaguars have the best two defensive backs in this division and the best two defensive backs in the entire AFC.
0: Right. Um, obviously, Marquise Lee just got tears ACL, I think. So he that's 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 rough. That's rough for them. Um, Fournette's healthy though, so he's going to be really. He should be really good. Um, this D.D. West, is, again, this is this is again right. This is and this is a team that uh, that. Blake Bortles was able to take to the should have should have taken to the Super Bowl if it wasn't some really shitty play calling um, overly conservative play calling into the past they would have been in the Super Bowl um, so they should be good again um, maybe maybe uh, maybe if they make the make a Super Bowl run the, the good place can improve, include that circus season four um, some Bortles some Bortles mania. They should put. They should have a Bortles cameo in that show. That would, I, I think they
1: actually might this year. I really hope they
0: do. Maybe all three uh, Jacksonville Jaguars fans will Will be happy about that. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I think if if the Texans are healthy, um, I think they do compete with the Jaguars, but the safe pick is Jaguars, Texans, Titans, Colts. And we didn't even talk about the Titans, who have Mike Rabel now and have gotten rid of the one of the most useless coaches. Um Mariota now probably is going to have a lot more freedom than he did. Um, or hopefully be able to go downfield a little more, uh, run a little more than like he did at Oregon. Um, all the talents that made him the top two overall pick, hopefully he'll be able to use now with my critical that he wasn't able to use with um, the disaster. But it's, last
1: year, Mar- Marcus Mariota looked like Deshaun Watson and Deshaun Watson was allergic to taking risks. He yeah. Yeah. same skills and had no interest in using any of them. Hopefully that will open up more and other out of exotic Smashmouth, which is not only a terrible offense, but a truly terrible name for an offense. Right. I have Texans, Jaguars, Titans, Colts, and I have Texans, Jaguars, and Titans, potentially all those playoff teams.
0: Yeah, I think they should be. Um, and, you know, kind of, they, they do have they have good running backs, the Titans do, and because of they tried to fit that strange power... You know NFL early late '90s NFL style and it just did not work. Um, AFC West also kind of a strange division. Um, AFC West
1: is the most fun player in the NFL in it though. Patrick Mahomes, yeah, starting well, quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs.
0: People do, people do love do love him. Um,
1: Patty Mahomes the biggest arm in the world. Yeah, Patty Mahomes is like if. The Raiders had been completely terrible and if Jamarcus Russell had been completely terrible, but if all of those things had somehow worked out, and in, around 2010, the Raiders with Jamarcus Russell would have looked like the Chiefs will look this year.
0: Yeah, um, I think s- somehow the Chargers um, are the clear favorites in the division. Uh, uh, they have
1: the most talent, even after losing their best DB and their second best pass catcher.
0: Yeah. Um, Phil uh, Rivers chart- is you know, for all of his, and, and, and last year even, too, you know, and then years past, their biggest issue is just, they, for whatever reason, fourth quarter is just, they just can't win a game in the fourth quarter, but they're in every game. They haven't had a good kicker. In
1: they're not a good kicker. Ever,
0: since I've been alive. Um, the Chiefs are obviously a little bit of a sleeper, just because Andy Reid teams are never bad. They're always 10-6, and then first-round playoff exits. Um, great. And, they have a lot of you know they have a lot of, of talent on the in skill positions still with with Cream Hunt and um, what's his name uh, Hill Tyreek Hill and, and all all those players. Uh, well,
1: in theory, with Hill, Hunt, Mahomes, and uh, the tight ends whose Kelsey, name is yeah. uh, Travis Kelsey, they have. A great skill player at every position that can do all of the weird things Andy Reid would ask of them. The last time Andy Reid had that was the year he was fired, but the Eagles had top five fantasy options at tight end, wide receiver, and running back. Right.
0: Yeah. So, so, the, so Chiefs, the Chiefs should be fun. They have that. They have great home field advantage every year. Um, like them or hate them, Andy Reid's a good coach, at least in the regular season. There may um, be
1: literally ten times as many Chiefs fans at Chiefs games as there are Chargers fans at Chargers games.
0: Yeah, they'll have they'll have people at their games, which is a big deal. Yes, the Chargers and and Mike Williams has looked good for the Chargers too in preseason, which uh, you know people forget how dominant he was in college um, with Clemson. So he should be good. Um, The Broncos are 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 kind of people think people think they're going to be bad, um, but they shouldn't be that bad. You know they should at least they should be a, a 500 team. They have. A quarterback, you know, yes, the Vikings were very good, and, and he, they made Keenum look a lot better than he probably is and ever was. But considering the three-headed disaster of the quarterback situation last year, um, at least having a guy who's decent should should be good. Their defense is still going to be really good, and they added Bradley Chubb. Um, so even though Bradley Chubb and Von Miller are essentially the same player, um, like a ten-year age gap, should be a little scary. Um, For running backs Uh, still got again this Royce Freeman's looked really good he's everyone's kind of sleeper fantasy running back Um, shout out Oregon but I don't think they're gonna be as bad as people think they will be Um, who will be as bad and now worse after the events of today is is the soon-to-be Las Vegas franchise
1: why did they hire John Green Uh, why possibly What's the worst hiring decision? John Gruden in the NFL for that much money, or Herm Edwards in college for that much money?
0: Probably John Gruden because there's a lot of good NFL coaches and coordinators that could get a chance. Uh, the Niners single-handedly turned around their whole franchise by hiring Kyle Shanahan. Um, you know, all of, it makes no sense to pay him ludicrous amount of money. Um,
1: not a
0: good coach wasn't a good coach then isn't a good coach now he wasn't ever a good coach he's an even worse television analyst um, when, when you're a coach who's a who doesn't give any insight into games as an, as an analyst that means you know you're not probably going to succeed they now traded away their best player um, today to Khalil to Mack best player the um, opportunity
1: for the Raiders to draft two more players yeah it's and,
0: it's and first problem. round yeah and first round picks in the NFL are not first round picks in the NBA they're there's never any certainty in NFL players. Um,
1: Khalil Mack is one of the two good players the Raiders have drafted in the past 17 years. Right. In the other one, is their starting quarterback, who they got in the same round in the same year. That GM is long since gone. Yeah.
0: Um, so they seem just completely aimless. I feel bad for Derek Carr because he's you know not a great quarterback, but he's certainly a good one. Um, he's a guy I mean, you, I mean, you put I mean, you put him on I mean, the, I mean, the Broncos I mean. or you know the Vikings or, or a team like that. And, they're, they're really good, but the Raiders, who had approximately one year of people thinking they were good, to um, now hiring John Gruden, who's probably making more than all of their players. Um, th- that division looks like it should be a, a Chargers, a Chargers 1 division. Um, would not be surprised if the Chiefs won it. Um, the Broncos will be, I think, hanging around, and the Raiders will be at the, the bottom of the barrel, one would think.
1: I, I have Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders, and I have the Chargers at 9-7, and 7, the last team to miss the wild card. So, to reiterate for my AFC playoff, I have the Jaguars, the Titans, and Texans, the Texans, the Jaguars and Titans both as wild cards, the Patriots, the Steelers, and the Chiefs. You?
0: Um, I think that's, that's probably pretty similar. I think the Chargers could beat out either... I think I, th- I don't see the Texans saying that healthy. Um, and that's the, the betting on all three of those teams from the AFC South seems kind of risky, especially considering they have to play all of each other themselves twice. Um, I think the Chargers will make it barring unforeseen injuries. They just their defense is really, really good. Um, they have good players at pretty much every position. Um, they have a really yes, they lost. You know they don't have Hunter Henry, which is too bad. But their receiving core is all of a sudden really, really good with uh, with Allen um, and uh, Mike Williams if he if he comes good. And then um, who am I missing? Who's their, their, who's their second receiver?
1: They actually have two other pretty solid receivers. One of them is the former Brown. What's that guy's name? See, I uh, tried to pretend that I do do not know the. Chargers roster off the top of my head, but Tyrell Williams is their former walk on. They brought in three years ago, almost cut from the practice squad, and ended up turning into a pretty talented second receiver on the outside. Uh, Keenan Allen plays inside mostly, and Travis Benjamin is the former. Travis Browns Benjamin, so
0: that's what I was Yeah, yeah and, and then obviously Melvin Gordon, so that's a really talented team. Their defense and, is just is yeah. really, really good. Uh, uh, Benjamin well, probably will only play about 30% of snaps yeah. this year, though. And then Phillip Rivers is always a good quarterback, so, you know.
1: When yeah, like Phillip Rivers likes a
0: target, that target becomes good. Right. He's, he's certainly very accurate until it gets to the last five minutes of the fourth quarter. So I like the Chargers to make the playoffs over one of uh, the Texans or the Titans, I think, is, who the, is the team I would substitute out of that. Um, the AFC is bad enough, though, that I wouldn't be necessarily surprised to see a team like the Bengals or the Broncos sneak in as well. Um, so we'll see. We'll see where that goes
1: all right so
0: who do you have coming out of the AFC and into the Super Bowl um I think this is the year that the Patriots maybe not fail, but they shouldn't have won last year um it was just really really bad coaching and they have even less than they did last year um no Brandon Cooks or none of that um I'm pretty sure every single one of Tom Brady's targets is now a white guy um love Chris Hogan but he's not a number one receiver he's not Wes Welker even so um, I think that there's a little too much talent I think if the Texans stay healthy they sh- probably should be there um, it's hard for me to pick Blake Bortles to make it <laughs> but that that defense is so good um, It's I, they would probably be the team I would have to throw in there um, if I was picking one
1: yeah, I have the Texans going through as
0: well. I don't. Uh, I don't trust the Steelers just because I don't think Roethlisberger can stay healthy, and when he's been healthy, he hasn't been a top ten quarterback. So, um, even with Le'Veon Bell getting you know four hundred touches this year, it's going to be it's going to be tough. So, I, I do like one of those AFC South teams, and who knows? Honestly, the Titans have a lot of talent too. Again, they have a really solid defense as well, good running backs, good receivers, and a quarterback who's still not. You know, this is probably Mariota's year, right? To, to where he really has to show something. So. Uh, but I gotta give
1: credit to the Steelers for one thing in the Roethlisberger situation. They actually made a very fun choice today. They cut their backup of the past two years, Landry, and they brought in uh, Joshua Dobbs, who was on the roster last year from Tennessee. Ooh, crazy. Very, very fun quarterback.
0: Weird they looking bald dude.
1: Yeah. Uh, Alopecia haver, uh, long ball thrower. Uh, a major part of the reason that the best young running back in the league didn't do anything when he was in college because their coach had no idea how to use either of them and flat refused to use one of them out of the camera. Uh, and now the backup for the Steelers, they also obviously have Kyle Rudolph who they drafted who they think is a potential replacement for Roethlisberger for the next two years.
0: Mason Rudolph.
1: Mason Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph is very much not a replacement considering he's a tight end in yes. Um.
0: All right, let's move on to the, the, the superior conference, um, but perhaps not the superior division. Um,
1: it's the division of champions for the first time ever in NFL division of four teams, all champions. There they you go. One, in their time. Uh, Unfortunately for these teams, three of them will not be champions again in the near future.
0: No, um, we got Team Saquon, because <coughs> that's pretty much all they have going for them right now. And, that's and, the and, a, and a massive Odell Beckham contract. Um, we'll see we got, they think they're just going to pound Barkley into the ground, um, they do have a couple talented receivers, they still have Beckham obviously they have Sterling Shepard um, still not a lot but um, they're not going to be good we'll I mean, best, turns their best defensive
1: bit. player is old and has seven fingers yeah.
0: um,
1: they let their best DB go for nothing they uh, Redskins have Alex Smith they have Adrian Peterson and unfortunately for them
0: it's not 2014 no um no he had had a few nice runs in his preseason game but no the Redskins are going to be exactly the same team they always are except that they're going to have another slightly above league above average quarterback to play with a whole lot of nothing um they're going to be a 5 or 6 win team and that's just going to be how it goes um a team's doomed to be a
1: bad team with a bad name, bad uniforms, and a bad owner for a very, very long yeah. time if they don't make some changes to the way they do business.
0: Yeah, Washington, as a sports city, not doing so great outside of the Capitals. The
1: capitals, though, yeah. they won something. They did win something. I mean, sure, the Wizards are also doomed to mediocrity for the next eternity and are giving John Wall $40 million to gain weight over the next five years. Yeah, you would rather be but, the
0: Redskins than the, than the Wizards at this point. but.
1: And, hey, the Nationals tried to trade bryce harper and failed they're gonna lose him for nothing so at least they have something going for them
0: yes um now the candidate my candidate for for worst team in football is actually the dallas cowboys um,
1: remember how exciting that young core of Dak and zeke was that first year that faded fast
0: to be fair Dak was never actually that good and now that their offensive line isn't as good as it was two years ago I can barely name one receiver on the team, and that one receiver is that tiny little white dude who wishes he was Wes Welker. Um,
1: The best receiver on that team is a man that played with Blake Bortles his whole career.
0: That's true. Uh, That's true. You know, he he could have a good, is it, which which Allen is it, Hearns? Robinson. Robinson. It might be
1: Hearns. They're the same person. Yeah they would grab the six rounds apart and play exactly the same. <coughs> but yes,
0: um, they have Elliott and literally nothing else. Um, Sean Lee, I guess. I think they're going to be bad, um, which is hysterical, but... Update, it's it terms. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, I almost picked him in fantasy and then went for someone completely different, just because I don't have any faith in Dak Prescott. Um,
1: because Dak Prescott is a check-down quarterback and always been a check-down quarterback, and the Cowboys finally noticed, about Four games to go last year. Right. Um the
0: Eagles have the two best quarterbacks in this division. Is that accurate? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I like Alex Smith, so I would probably put him up there. I, I've always been Alex Smith defender. Um, and he's become a little more aggressive too. So, um, I'd probably put Alex Smith, but Nick Foles is going to be starting this weekend as well. Um, did not lose a whole lot. Um, got Michael Bennett in, um, you know, they still, they have a full year of Ajayi now, which I think is going to be really helpful. Um,
1: still don't really understand the running back balance on that team. They don't seem to understand who isn't talented, but yeah. if they figure out that it's Ajayi, they'll get better
0: quickly. Doesn't matter. And, you know, they still have Corey Clement, who's a good little slot back, and all these, they have, they have a lot of, still have all their receiving talent as well. Wentz sounds like he's actually gotten better, so when he's healthy, he'll, should be really good again. Um still have Zach Ertz who's a you know great great tight end um, And again they just didn't they didn't lose anything. Doug Peterson's one of the top two young coaches in the league. Um,
1: Amazing that they found the uh, understudy to Andy Reid to replace the offensive guru that they hired to replace Andy Reid, and it's actually working. On paper it's a terrible idea in practice has been spectacular for them.
0: Speaking of Chip Kelly, UCLA lost to Cincinnati at home today. Um, yep. Wilton Spate, still out Wilton. There. I love that he transferred. Because he's... I, uh, quick detour. Wilton Spate is not the Chip Kelly quarterback. Wilton Spate is oh. the...
1: Anybody who throws an interception on second short is not Chip Kelly quarterback. That's the whole thing. That offense only works if you make good, fast decisions. And he well, makes Wilton Spate
0: is the opposite of, of Marcus Mariota and... Um, every good quarter, Dennis Dixon, all all of the Chip Kelly quarterbacks. It's hard to
1: you know who's a fantastic Chip Kelly quarterback, the best Chip Kelly quarterback in the NFL by far.
0: Well, Which is not saying much, to be fair.
1: But, it's not Carson Wentz. It's Nick Foltz. Nick Foltz was a spectacular spectacular Philadelphia evil, Philadelphia evil, rather, until Chip Kelly decided to blow up the roster around him and didn't want to do anything that worked anymore.
0: All right, Out of the NFC East into the NFC North, um, we got the Vikings and the Packers, um, and then we got the Bears and we got the Lions. And I don't think any of these teams are going to be bad. Um, the Bears, I, I, I get it. I guess they're they're taking the route that's kind of the the the, the, do, the dominant NFL route, probably right with with the Seahawks did it and the Eagles did it and the um, the Jaguars kind of did it. Um, to a certain extent with, with building around quarterbacks on rookie contracts and then loading up the rest of the team. Um, I think that's kind of the theory, even though we don't know how good he's actually going to be. They're kind of gambling that he's going to make the Jared Goff, Carson Wentz second-year lead. Um, and so they're kind of going all in, which, and if he does, they're going to be really good because they have a good defense. Um, they don't have a whole lot of receiving options, jordan howard's a terrible number one running back in my opinion um but they're they're, they're not too far away from being a good team in my opinion
1: i personally not at all believe in Trubisky. i think he's very bad i thought he was very bad in college i thought he was pretty bad professionally i think he's gonna be very bad again yeah it, it does depend on that but this team would be good if it weren't Trubisky. If they had drafted Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes right. and they built this team the way they're building this team, they'd probably be a real contender. Yeah. But they didn't. They drafted Trubisky and he's bad. Yes. Uh, he is Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles was all of the same things he is, but wasn't fun. He's better than Josh Allen. His name wasn't he he was same Bortles. Phrase, better than Josh Allen. Is not a good sign.
0: No. Um, the Vikings are the Vikings. They lost nothing. I, I did not... Despite the fact that he is on my fantasy team, I'm not a big believer in Kirk Cousins, and more more importantly than that, I'm not a believer in the fact that they needed to get Kirk Cousins. Um, they had capable quarterback on their, their team.
1: Their belief that he's their franchise quarterback to go after is shocking to me. And yeah. we've known for three years that every time he got the franchise tag, eventually Kirk Cousins was going to leave, and he was going to go to a desperate team that was talented. And the Vikings are certainly a desperate team that's talented. And
0: they could have gone for Alex Smith. I mean, they could have done all this stuff I, and, and paid way less money for him. Keenum, they could have just kept Keenum um, and rolled with that. Uh, could have kept Bridgewater. Could and have kept Bridgewater. It, 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 that move doesn't make sense. I don't know. They they are Their defense is still so good. They still do have, I think, one of the best first top two receiver pairings in the league with, with Diggs and Thielen. Um,
1: Both really excellent players that I think we kind of think of not as, ex- as as excellent as they are because you don't really think of the Vikings offense at all but they are they are spectacular Yeah
0: um, and then they have a healthy hopefully healthy Dalvin Cook this year as well so uh,
1: who was a top three fantasy football running back until he tore his ACL
0: Yeah so we'll see we'll see how that turns out for them they they should they're definitely division favorites they're should be probably playing for a conference championship um
1: we, they were better team than the Eagles last year, and I think yeah. they're going to be a better team
0: than the Eagles this year. Um, and then we have the, the Cowboys, um, which is essentially at this point just Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers has kind of turned in, into Tom Brady, I think, in that you yeah. can really play with anybody around him. Um, he has a much worse coach, though. Yes. And um, we'll
1: never get rid of him because he's too good to have a bad season, yeah. which
0: is the real crime of the Packers. Yeah. Um, but they really don't have a whole lot. I think, I think they have a little more running options than they have in the, in the past. Um, if Aaron Jones comes back and plays a little better, not that that matters. Cause it's always going to be about Aaron Rodgers and the fact that they let Jordy Nelson just kind of leave, um, who's been Aaron Rodgers' best receiver and favorite target for, you know, 10 years or whatever was kind of bizarre. Um, I get that he's been hurt, but it still doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Their defense—they have some talent on the defense, but it's just been kind of disintegrating the last few years. Um, uh,
1: Muhammad Wilkerson's a big addition there, but yeah. he didn't do nearly as much in Seattle as people expected, so it wouldn't be a shock if he didn't live up to anything there either.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, um, personally, I'm picking this division. Uh, oh, the Lions.
0: lion Talk that's about that's the, Lions. the
1: Lions. Carry on Johnson was cool.
0: Give me carry, carry on Johnson, and Carry on Johnson is going to be the Alvin Kamara of this year. On it right okay. now. I love that guy at Auburn. I thought he was really right. good. I mean, they're not at all the same player. He's just kind of a... But he's he's a... People are talking about Royce Freeman as the breakout this year. I really, really, really like Harry on Johnson. I think he'll be... You know, they do have, like, what, four running backs who and, and want to be starting in Detroit. I think he's going to be the player that really turns into something this year. So
1: this isn't really a hot take, but the breakout running back this year is going to be... Number two overall pick because Saquon Barkley is shaped like a statue and runs through sure. people and is faster than
0: them. Sure, he will be the best. But as, as far as, as as sleepers, we're gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with on Johnson. Um, Matthew Stafford is a good quarterback. I don't yes. get why people feel like he can't win. I think he's been cursed with horrible coaches and playing in Detroit. Um,
1: Matthew Stafford looks like and apparently in high school was played Kershaw's sidekick.
0: He does look like Clayton Kershaw. Uh,
1: but other than that, he is a pretty good quarterback that I wouldn't mind having on my team and that does not require the type of money that any Andrew Buck does. Him, and put him on the. He's, the a, he's a guy
0: you give the Vikings. Like, how, you t- tell me, I don't get how Kirk Cousins makes more money than Matthew Stafford. But, well, actually, he doesn't make. Matthew Stafford makes a ton of money. He was the first quarterback to get the, the huge contract, wasn't he? Right, um,
1: but the timing since then is they've had yes.
0: everything. The
1: contract has been the, the highest paid. Yes, so. um,
0: Aaron Rodgers is making infinite money now. So, right, um, I, I never, I always feel like Detroit's better than they get credit for, but then they also just don't win that many games. Um, but they, but they do. They again, they have they have a talented receiving core. They have Golden K- Tate, uh, Kenny Galladay. Um, who's the third one? forget I forget the third one is, but they, they have a talented receiving core. If Carrion Johnson does perform, they're gonna have a really good offense. Um, and they got they have a little bit on defense too. So I think overall there's there's no there's no really horrible team in this division like there are in pretty much every other division we've gone over so far. Um Right the
1: Bears it'll be the Bears.
0: Yeah. Um, the Bears
1: just drafted the only pass rusher yeah. and created one. So that doesn't seem yeah. like
0: if Trubisky makes any kind of jump at all, which I agree with you, I'm not a harm that he's going to make any jump. But if he does, they, they, they should win five or six games at least. Um, the NFC South, um, probably the best division in football. It's either the AFC South or the NFC South. And I think the NFC South I have a little more faith in um, just because all of those these teams are, are going to be good. I know they're going to be good. The uh, Buccaneers like like a paperweight over the rest of this division yeah then you have who's probably actually going to be the worst team in football in Tampa um but the Saints um Ingram's suspended for four games but they still have Drew Brees they have Kamara, who no he's not going to be not going to be averaging six yards a carry again most likely but he's still going to be really really good um Michael Thomas is Michael Thomas not as
1: good as his fantasy value suggests but he's a great receiver
0: right um they, their defense has improved significantly over the over the last season. Um, despite his horrible error, they still, you know, hit on. Considering they have the off, did they have the offensive and rookie, offensive and defensive rookie of the year last year? I believe they uh, did. They certainly had the best. The Mar- Marcus Williams, defense. I think, is his mm. name. Even though he screwed up that horrible Minnesota miracle play, but he's still very good. They upgrade their defensive line. Um, to get Cameron Meredith back, who's healthy, so that would give Breeze another option. Uh, they're they going traded to...
1: potential franchise quarterback in the future
0: as well. Right, um, they got him for what, like a sixth round pick or something. So second, second, it wasn't it? Yeah, but
1: which, by the way, great thing by the Jets. I hate to say the phrase "great work by the Jets," but the Jets turned. They the
0: did. They did flip it very before. well. Although, again, it shows a lot of faith in Darnold, which I guess they kind of have to do at this point. Um, I think the Panthers are going to be good People, Cam Newton just because he's the Russell Westbrook of the NFL um, people forget he's actually been very close to winning stuff um, he's not very accurate but he's good at literally everything else um, especially considering he's never really had a great receiver um, and Greg olson has been injured off and on for the better part of the last two or three years um Christian McCaffrey kind of had a sneaky good last year. Last year, that was actually ended up being a really good pick, I think, for them. Um, CJ Anderson's not a good number one running back, but he's a, not a bad placement, place filler.
1: Um, Rod, his yards per carry last season will shock you. He was, I believe, eight in the league in yards per carry, despite yeah. so
0: doing nothing. I don't get why people are, are acting like that's such a bad pickup. That's really not a bad pickup for them. Um,
1: it's perfect if you're going to flip it where... Anderson's the secondary guy and McCaffrey's the main guy rather than the other way around was with Stewart last
0: year right Um, certainly they've been feeding off Jonathan Stewart's you know ashes the last four or five years it's definitely an upgrade Um, better than the Buccaneers who have better than the Buccaneers
1: Ryan Fitzpatrick starting week one and the guy they have coming back is worse significantly worse Uh, Jameis Winston has been pretty bad last year uh, no reason to think he'll improve this year. His rookie year looks like it was a fluke. Not like it was a guy with a lot of potential. Uh, he's lost his first step entirely since joining the NFL, and no longer really is a scrambling threat. He doesn't really have any accuracy to speak of, and he seems to be a genuinely awful person.
0: Yeah, there's not but really anything good. Um, the only good, thing
1: Mike Evans is tall.
0: Yeah. There you go. Chris Godwin, the Penn State receiver, is really good. <laughs> Uh,
1: yeah, that's going
0: to be a good pairing, and there's going to be nothing else behind that. But, um, OJ Howard's still good. <laughs> they finally need to give him a chance to play. Um, but yeah, no, there's not a whole lot there. Um, unless Jameis has a really good year, and because he's such a genuinely horrible person, I'm not really rooting for that. Um,
1: I think even the Buccaneers' lo- uh, locker room at this point wants to be really
0: the guy. Yeah. Um, we the Falcons here, just, just really kind of the most bizarre. Teams because they were so good, obviously, the year, the Super Bowl year, um, and they have probably more talent on that team, but somehow managed to hire Steve Sarkeesian to replace Kyle Shanahan and completely lost everything that made that offense good um, because Steve Sarkeesian is, besides. Bad. Yeah, he's he's bad. Um, He's a recovering alcoholic at a super high stress job in the nfl which is never a good sign
1: um only took eight months off
0: yeah um but they still have an insane amount of talent their defense much much better um uh, so if they can if they can put together the and they can bring back the offense that they had two years ago they should be really good they still have despite julio's declining production they still have him and, and they drafted calvin ridley obviously um, still have Sanu, Tevin Coleman, Devontae Freeman, all these really talented players. Um,
1: yeah. And of course, they have a really underrated quarterback in Matt Ryan. Right. What I'll say is the only quarterback that I disagree with Jalen Ramsey on, of every single quarterback, I thought he was spot on on all of them except for, yeah. I still think Matt Ryan's a great player.
0: No, I do like Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's one of the most accurate throwers. You just watch him. He's... He's, like, he's kind of like Aaron Rodgers' light, I think, in a way. He doesn't have the kind of amazing ability to lead these like, last-minute drives, but when you watch him play, he's very, he's very precise with his throws, which is a, kind of a key trait. Um,
1: he's like a more responsible and less fun Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. It's like yeah, a Mariota Watson
0: thing. Yeah. Um, I think Tennessee this... West. Yeah, well, let's rank them first. I think the Saints are the best team in this division. They should win it. Um, Toss-up between Panthers and Falcons for second, and then the Buccaneers are way, 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 way back.
1: I have Saints, Falcons, Panthers, Bucks, and I have the Falcons as a wild card
0: team. Yeah. Um, FC West, um, another kind of strange division because other than the Rams, there's not really a whole lot of predictability on, I think, how just how bad or good these teams are. People are obviously, if we start with the the Niners, um, people are super high on them just because of how good Garoppolo was um, against really, really horrible teams last year when he came in. Um, but their starting running back who wasn't really gonna be a good starting running back even if he hadn't torn his ACL, just tore his ACL. Um, I think this
1: replacement
0: may be better. I'm a big, big, big one believer, but I might be the only one. Um, The the quarterback stating a porn star, you you know, it's just, if I wasn't such a big believer in Kyle Shanahan, what he did in Atlanta, and then managed to do in about three weeks in San Francisco, uh, I wouldn't be as high on them as everyone else is. And I'm not still, I don't think they're going to be as good. Um, but they're one of the teams that I really don't know where to place. Cause they they really did finish the year very well. Garoppolo is a good good quarterback, and um, you know you know they have, they have a couple of good young defensive players too. Were um, they were they the one? Of, no, the Bears. Were the Bears have Roquan Smith or something? The Bears have
1: Roquan Smith. The Bears added Roquan Smith, who they just signed from a holdout two weeks ago, yeah. and actual best pass rusher in the AFC West over both of those Chargers guys, Khalil Mack, who they just traded for today. And they're not going to play for the first time with actual preparation until probably next Sunday. But once they do, the Bears defense could very quickly go from a unit nobody cares about to a unit that people talk about. And they were already
0: good, is the thing. They weren't right. super exciting, but they were a good good team. But the Niners, I don't really know. If I had to... If I wouldn't bet they're over-under. I don't know what it is, but it's...
1: They're one of those teams that there's a little too much optimism on. I don't really see the shy. Yeah. Kind of like the Nuggets last year yeah. in the NBA. Yeah. Um, I like them. I want them to succeed, actually, but I don't see it.
0: Yeah. Uh, the Rams are just. went kind of all in, but they went all in in kind of like a crazy way. And um, that they added a bunch of psychopaths on defense. Um, oh.
1: But they think the psychopaths good thing.
0: <laughs> and they could be. And got to love Sean McVeigh, but pretty sure keep Duleev might be a murderer. Uh,
1: uh, Akib Dalib snatched the same man's chain twice. Aqib. Both football games. How does that even happen once?
0: Let alone to the same person? It's, no one really knows. Uh, Marcus Peters is also kind of insane, although very talented. Um,
1: Marcus Peters is a
0: bad locker room fit but for... He's When everyone knows you're a bad locker room fit, that's not a good thing. When you get uh, traded
1: for being a bad locker room fit for the end of your rookie contract when you're an elite player in your position and the team's actually trying to win the Super Bowl. It's not a good thing.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: They also added a player who did almost nothing for the Patriots after being a much better addition to the Patriots at receiver, and they dropped Sammy Watkins, who is always the guy that whenever he goes to a new team, people will say, wow, that guy's going to be great. And then he's been off wherever
0: he's gone. True, we did forget about him for the Chiefs, you never know. He, he's, he's a deep threat, though, so he could be a Mahomes guy. I wouldn't be surprised if he... You know at least had a he had such a bad year last year as i know but um he might actually get targets but yeah i mean it seems weird they had such a good like lovable young team with with golf and Gurley and um Cooper cup and robert woods and all these guys and now that brand cooks who's been despised by two of the most legendary quarterbacks we've seen in the last 20 years um That maybe should be a red flag. Like, both Tom Brady's and Drew Brees hated him, but, okay, he's going to be good with Jared Goff.
1: At least for Morgan State, maybe they'll have that Pac-12 connection.
0: It's possible. Um, but, they, just because the rest of the division's pretty bad, um, and because they're so loaded at pretty much every other position, they obviously have Gurley, they have, um, really talented receiving core and great defense um we'll see we'll see how they they end up they should definitely win the division where if they go further than that then then they're gonna end up laughing to beat. you know get through those afc south or nfc south teams um the north teams teams, too and then plus the eagles as well so there's just a lot of talent in the nfc um the Seahawks, I think they're not gonna be good, but people just decided that they're gonna be the worst team in the NFL this year pretty much. Which well, I also think that's small. officially
1: not going for it and we don't get many of those where they make it really obvious that they're done going for it. Yeah. But the Seahawks have done that. Uh, the Seahawks, however, do still have a franchise quarterback. And that really is enough to get a wild card
0: if things go right. They, I mean, they have a franchise quarterback. They have an incredibly improved offensive line, which has been absolutely atrocious the last three years, but they've made it a lot better. Um, they finally have some running backs that are healthy that they like. Um, people, just because he was a first-round pick, don't believe in Rashad Penny. Um, no one knows how good he's going to be. Although apparently he gained 15 pounds after getting injured, which isn't really a good sign. But...
1: Fun fact about Rashad Penny, he ran for 2,200 yards last year and caught another 800, so yeah. that's pretty good.
0: He's good. Uh, Chris Rashad Carson. Ran
1: 1,100 yards in a season. He was the 11th ranked rusher in the league, I'm uh, sorry, in all of college football as a backup to a guy who was a 2,000 yard rusher on a team that only had 35 touches a game.
0: Rashad Penny will be fine. I think he'll be fine. Chris Carson is, had a great preseason, which really, really good before he got injured last year just because he's kind of a low-round pick and not a very well-known name. Um, just, people, he's actually a fitting carry with Penny if they get a 60-40 split yeah, he He's a really talented player. Uh, so if they have an offensive line with Russell Wilson and a couple of decent running backs, um, they're not going to be bad. They obviously lost Jimmy Graham, which is a big deal because their receiving core is pretty weak, especially with Doug Baldwin openly admitting he's going to be at 80% the whole year. Um, uh, they have lost three of the top 10 DBs in the league. Uh,
1: two, if not three, obviously. Earl Thomas hasn't traded yet, he's expected to be. And Mohamed Wilkerson, who's not wasn't great last year, but still the year before was an elite defensive lineman, gone as well.
0: To be fair, for the last two years, Legion of Boom's pretty much been done. Um, Sherman, Ever since Sherman tore his Achilles, uh, Cam Chancellor hurt his back. Uh, Thomas has been hurt off and on um, they weren't good. they weren't good last year and they were barely good the year before so they're uh, firm for the elderly right and and Shaq Griffin both of the Griffins both of the Shaq Griffins I think are going to be really good at least the cornerback is going to be good and Shaqim's looked like a better version of Jason Pierre-Paul <laughs> well so, uh, Shakims also
1: got a much much better story than Jason Pierre-Paul
0: does it's 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 yeah. It's, it's not quite as uh, lovable when you blow your own hands off with a firework. Uh, yes. When you
1: it quickly goes from you're trip. playing
0: with one hand. Um, but I think it's pretty clear, especially with that with that kind of position, with that kind of guy, and what he did in college. I think it's pretty clear he's going to be a good NFL player. Um, and he's never really been held back before. So yeah, he had, he, had, he had a he had a possession. He had a drive in preseason where he made tackles on something like five straight on five straight plays he's going to be good um, and his brother is has been trained by you know one of the best secondaries of all time for the last four years so three years so I think he's going to be good too um, and the backers is
1: Byron Maxwell's hurt so you don't have to deal with Byron
0: Maxwell exactly um, so no they're not going to be good but I think to write them off completely is kind of ridiculous um, right
1: that's still a 6
0: team. yeah um,
1: uh, and that could all the way up to ten wins just off yeah. of Russell
0: Wilson's power up well. Yeah.
1: Um uh, Cardinals are here. The Cardinals starting quarterback is Sam Bradford. We really didn't save the
0: best for last. We did not save the best for last, but
1: David Johnson's back.
0: That's David Johnson's back. He's he's he was injured before, but I think people think of his wrist injury last year as a torn ACL when it really wasn't. Um, yeah, it should be nothing. Um I mean, he has he torn his ACL before. I know he's had it. I know he's had a knee injury in the past. I don't know if it was an ACL, but nothing that severe. But nothing that severe. And his recent injury was just a wrist. So there's no reason why he shouldn't be just as good as he was before. Um, hopefully, Josh Rosen gets that job when Sam Bradford, uh, you know, inevitably tears both of the ACLs within three plays. Um, they have no real receiving core um, outside of the Texas A&M guy the rookie who's supposed to be really good, Christian Kirk. Um, but their defense is always pretty solid. They're they're not gonna be good. They're probably a four or five one team again, but if David Johnson is healthy the whole year, you know, maybe Rosen decides he's gonna be the, the best rookie quarterback of the class, which is not completely unreasonable.
1: I thought he was the best player in the
0: draft. Um, I think he's definitely he's he's the most the most likely to become Aaron Rodgers, I think, at uh, the award I would give to him because he's definitely the most talented of all of them. Um, I think Darnold was drafted because he's the safer pick. Allen was drafted because he's, you know, huge and has a huge arm. Um, and then Baker Mayfield was drafted because he's Baker Mayfield is, you know, He's Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel was a good person, right? And had a little more motivation. Um, but yeah, it, Josh talent. Rosen has the has the style and the arm and the accuracy that really none of those other guys have, besides maybe Baker Mayfield. So um, certainly more impressive quarterback than than Sam Darnold, and, and from the things I've seen. But this should be a. a, a Rammed pretty comfortably at the top should be the Niners in second, but would not be surprised at all to see the Seahawks there, and then Seattle and Arizona at the bottom Um, playoff wise um, there's so many good teams
1: Uh, first, just really quickly, housekeeping, we didn't rank NFC East and North,
0: okay, well
1: Uh, NFC East Eagles, Giants, Washington Dallas
0: yeah, I think that's not unreasonable. Um, I might put Washington ahead of the Giants, but other than that, I think that's how it's going to go. Um, North, Vikings, pa- We did the North, and not we? We didn't. We no, we didn't. didn't. We didn't. Okay, well, Vikings, Packers, Lions, Bears. Um, Packers, Vikings,
1: Bears, Lions, so
0: same. Or oh, Actually, Lions, Bears, yeah. But okay, so
1: who are your two wild cards?
0: Um, I think my two wild cards are going to be, um, the Panthers and, uh, so how many, teams, is that six, is six playoff teams? Correct. Right. Okay. Um, and there's so many good teams. There's going to be some good teams missing the playoffs this year. Um, you know, I'm going to go Panthers Falcons, <laughs> both right. NFC uh, South. I'm going to Alright, leading into this next segment, uh, we're talking about uh, wildcard picks and NFC playoff picks. Uh, Hunter was going over who he thinks is going to be coming out of the, the uh, NFC as a wild card. so we're going we're gonna to go back to that to start the second segment of episode uh,
1: 3.01. So as I was saying, with no interruption whatsoever, I have the Packers and I have the Falcons as my two wildcard teams. I have the, actually I have the Vikings and the Falcons. I have the Packers winning that division. I have the Seahawks missing at seven, and I have the Panthers missing at eight. I think all of those teams could become playoff teams, but I'm sticking with what I got. Coming out of the NFC to the Super Bowl, I'm pretty confident in my selection of the Saints. That's what it
0: was, was the Saints. Right, yeah. that well, we're, we're both going with the Saints, which I think is a pretty right. safe pick just because uh, how much they did improve. Um, from an already really good team they're getting mark ingram's going to be rested after missing a quarter of the season through suspension um banking on alvin kamara to maintain at least 80 percent of what he what he was last year i think i'd say if he's 80 percent of what he was last year we'd take that um all right so so we're, before we move into some some brief fantasy some quick fantasy talk we're gonna uh, go over um some some awards some preseason awards and then who we think um the most successful quarterback the rookie quarterback is going to be um and our candidates are numerous um and all likely to fail um uh, i'm gonna go with with a josh allen lamar jackson or not josh allen josh rosen uh, lamar jackson hybrid um because i have no faith in josh allen uh old, um, and mayfield's not going to play so um, that's, that's my choice. I'm going to pick Josh Rosen for the most successful quarterback this year and, um, Sam Bradford's knees have going to play a part in that prediction, but, um, I'm going to go with Josh Rosen.
1: Uh, very unfortunately, the, uh, Patty Mahomes, I don't think plays in this conversation because he'd be my obvious pick. I'm a big Mahomes believer. I'm a, I'm a homie as they say. Nobody says that, but let's start Let's not start, let's not start that. <laughs> I'm a homie, and I'm a believer in Marbags, but I'm just really trying to get some nicknames going. here. trust will happen. Uh, no, I actually have Baker Mayfield because he won't play. I don't think anybody who will play this year will acquaint themselves well.
0: Yep. I think that's fair. Um, rookie of the year, I think we uh, all agree. Offensively, it's it's Barkley, and then... Um, Defensively, it's... <laughs> it's out of
1: Trevor Smith, and that's pretty much a
0: toss-up. Yeah, and, and again, just because these two guys get to play next to... Um, Probably two linebackers. Definitely Vaughn Miller is going to be a Hall of Famer, and Khalil Mack keeps this pace up. He will be too. So the fact that both of these guys um, are going to be playing with players, they've probably idolized their whole lives, um, on to, both on defenses that are already pretty good, especially in the case of the Broncos, um, which is why I'm going with Chubb in this case. But I think Roquan Smith showed at Georgia he's a, he's a great talent as well. Um, MVP. Who, who, who do we have for MVP.
1: Uh, Deshaun Watson, if he
0: stays healthy. Deshaun Watson, if he stays healthy, I think that's a good, that's a good move. Um, I'm going to go with Blake Bortles now, um, who, so quarterbacks typically win, right? So, you know, we've had Ryan last year, two years ago, and then, and then, um, Cam two years, a year before that, Cam and year before that, um. I think if there's a quarterback, say if the Packers win 12 games, it's going to be Aaron Rodgers, right? right. Um, if the Packers win maybe even 11 games, it's going to be Aaron Rodgers because of how that good that team is um, or how bad that team is outside of Aaron Rodgers. Um, so I think there's a very reasonable chance Aaron Rodgers wins it. Um
1: I personally think he's in that LeBron James situation where he's visibly the best player. Right. But he needs to have not only the best season, but the best season by a wide margin to actually win the award.
0: I think, I think Brady's still in that conversation as well, just because of Chris Hogan being his only receiver that anyone can name.
1: And quite Um, frankly, Brady doesn't have to have that good a season to win the award. mm -hmm. His last two MVPs have shown all he has to do is be very good. He doesn't have to be
0: spectacular. Right. So I think, I think it'll be one of those two guys. Um, Alternatively, it could be Wentz if he has a really great year. Um, it could be, you
1: know, Benson and Watson are the two guys I'm looking at. But uh, yeah. just because people want to vote for new people, and yeah. certainly they're fun, they're exciting, and their teams are going to be Super Bowl contenders if right. they stay healthy and live up to expectations.
0: All right, well, that'll that'll round out the NFL preview. We're going to move into some fantasy talk. We're going to do some do some uh, previews of of our of our fantasy league, um, and then we're also going to do maybe just a few views of, of some, some potential breakout players, um, some sleepers, maybe some people, some that are overrated. Um, so let's start by going over, going over our teams. Um, my, my starting lineup right now is one of Jared Goff or Kirk cousins at quarterback, um, Adams, Adam Thielen, uh, receiver, um, and Doug Baldwin, uh, and then Alvin Kamara, um, and Royce Freeman at running back with Jordan Reed at tight end. Um, I was very happy about this. I had, a, I had the fifth overall pick in the draft, so I I did pretty well. Um, it was a pick for me that I was glad I I was glad I got. Whereas you know if I had had the third pick, I would have had to choose between you know someone like David Johnson and Ezekiel Elliott. One um, really, I just wanted to take Kamara anyways. Um, Where's the top two? You know you have you have Bell and Gurley pretty much locked into that, um. So I liked I like picking up um, uh, mainly just because I still feel so much pride about getting picking him up in like the fifteenth round last year, um. So I was happy with that. Was a keeper league. I would have been very happy, um, but I think the, the real the real pride of, of my draft was. Nabbing Devonte Adams towards I think round the end of somehow I think he fell to round three. I want to say, and considering he's Aaron Rodgers' only capable receiver, um, I'm pretty pleased with that because he's going to get a ton of touches.
1: Yeah, he is the only useful player on that team except for maybe Jimmy Graham if Jimmy Graham ends up doing something, which feels unlikely. Uh, your drafts, uh, by the way, this is one quarterback, non-PPR, two uh, two running back, two receiver, tight end, and a flex. Uh your draft was pretty good. I was very jealous of it because I drafted first overall in a 12-team league, which means I didn't pick again until 25. Right. And so I just deeply despised the fact that you could get both a Camara and a Devontae Adams, and then still so actually have an Adam Pyleen on top of that. Uh, it's a good team. Doug Baldwin's going to be hobbled the whole year, so I'm not a big believer.
0: I also got him in this, like, the 7th seventh, seventh or 8th round, though, because I think people got scared off just by the little medical X next to his name. Um, yeah. He just kept dropping, and I, I knew he was going to be hurt because I had read the article about how he said he was 80% the whole year, but the fact is he's also the number one receiver with a really good quarterback. So even at 80%, I, I'm probably not going to start him every week. But
1: yeah, He's not really a guy that realizes he's a plus. Anyway, um,
0: go, ahead, go ahead with yours. I, I, I want to hear about this interesting tight end set strategy, which <clears throat> I'm actually very much behind.
1: <coughs> as you may know. There are exactly three tight ends in the NBA, in the NFL. There's actually probably more tight ends in the NBA if you actually had these people playing tight end, but that's not important. Um, Travis Kelsey, Rob Gronkowski, and Zach Ertz are the only three tight end ones in the entire league as far as fantasy football production goes, quite frankly, as far as talent goes. Hunter Henry would be up there, but he's injured. I was left picking at 24 and 25, and after I picked Todd Gurley at number one overall, I decided, why not take both Kelsey and Gronkowski? Uh, so I have two of the three tight ends in this league. I am currently forced to play Gronkowski at flex because we cannot flex a tight end into our second receiver position, so I can only play two running backs. Uh, so my starting lineup looks like Patrick Mahomes, and I stand by that pick. Corey Davis and D.D. Westbrook, yeah, terrible receiving choices, but I believe both of them are boomer bust guys with explosive potential. Gurley, Kenyon and Drake, and the two tight ends. I don't have a kicker yet, and my defense is Houston. Uh, big believer in the squad. Also, pretty proud of my deep pickups. on Johnson, beast at Auburn. Uh, Calvin Ridley. Anybody who's not Julio Jones is going to get potential just because Julio Jones will always be shadowed by safety. Uh, Anthony Miller, who I had not heard of until draft day, but was the highest was the highest drafted player left on the board. That's a that's
0: a that's a Trubisky bet though, right? So we oh. we all know you're not in on Trubisky. <laughs> I'm
1: not in on Trubisky, but apparently Anthony Miller's been great in training camp. Uh, Alfred Morris, who I saw had one great preseason game and knew was still Alfred Morris and Kyle Shanahan offensive. Got very lucky with the unluckiness of uh, their starting running back and now a torn ACL from Jerick McKinnon leaves Alfred Morris as the starter in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. My only problem is that I have to, until Alshon Jeffrey gets healthy, I have to play one of D.D. Westbrook, Cordero Patterson, Calvin Ridley, Tyler Lockett, or Anthony Miller at wide receiver too. Yeah. Not exactly a murderer's row. Um.
0: No, but it's it's not it's not bad. I think Lockett will get touches with the Seahawks, especially with uh injured Baldwin. Um so I don't think that's necessarily that bad. Um I was mad because I was in one of the last few rounds of our draft and I was looking at the board and I saw both John Ross and Calvin Ridley were both on the board and there were I think two picks left, or three or four picks left. Um and then you obviously picked Ridley and then Austin picked uh John Ross who is like he's I mean John Ross is one of those guys you probably hate to have in fantasy because he'll have like one game every five weeks where he has you know 200 yards and three touchdowns and then the rest of the time he'll get like two touches um, so it's probably for the best anyways um, what is what's the pick you' most, you're most proud of because I, I do actually like the two tight ends because as somebody who had uh, Zach Ertz last year, I do know that when quarterbacks good quarterbacks like tight ends, they are going to score touchdowns which are in non-PPR is a really big deal um, obviously so having two quarterbacks two or two tight ends that score pretty much every week um is not not actually as it sounds weird but it's not actually especially can you can since you can play the tight end the flex I don't really don't think that's as weird as it maybe sounds or came off
1: uh, my proudest pickup is definitely Morris, who I knew was going to steal that starting job no matter what, and I got him in the second to last round. But more reasonably, I'm pretty proud of picking up D.D. Westbrook, who is so unheralded that he has started in 1% of Yahoo leagues, and he does not have a forecast, video forecast available from Yahoo's service, uh, but who will be the number one receiver for the Jaguars this year, yeah. was the best receiver when he played for the Jaguars, even when Marquis Lee was healthy towards the end of last year. Big believer in him, big believer in the connection he has with Bortles and his explosive potential.
0: Yeah, no, I like that too. My, I have a few. Um, no one picked up Chris Carson. He's projected to do nothing, but he will be the number one running back on a Russell Wilson-led team with a much improved def- offensive line. Um, and as a Seahawks fan, I like being able to root for players on my fantasy team, both in life and in fantasy. So I like that pickup. Um, and then oddly my two other ones that I really liked are both Washington Redskins which is kind of weird um I um picked up I, I waited way too long to grab a tight end um, and end up with Jordan Reed um, but looking back on it Alex Smith loves playing with tight ends and since especially considering he's played with Kelsey for a few years um and even when he was in San Francisco he he targeted Vernon Davis a ton. So we know he loves playing a tight ends. Jordan Reed hasn't had a full year, very athletic, very tall guy. Um, and because Washington has pretty much no options, I think he'll be, he'll get a lot of targets, especially in the red zone. Um, and then the second one is also a Washington wide receiver, Josh Doxon, who I picked up in I think the second to last round, um, another guy who's been injured, but also crazy athletic, Again, what because Washington doesn't have a lot of options. He's 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 kind of. I think he's gonna have a, a big year this year as well. Um, and and then,
1: Alex Smith certainly isn't bad for wide receivers. No, and
0: I think he'll. I don't think Washington's gonna be good, but Alex Smith is a good quarterback, and he's a pretty accurate quarterback. Um, and now that he's started to go deep a little more. It's it's I think it's gonna be interesting. Um, some of my boomer bust picks. I think I like I Mike Williams, the former Clemson receiver, is now on the Chargers. Um, He's huge, and I think he's going to get a lot of um, red zone targets that would have gone to Hunter Henry otherwise. Um, so I'm kind of excited about that. Um, Aaron Jones, the Green Bay running back. Um,
1: it's also worth noting that uh, Antonio Gates hasn't retired, yes, but he's true. not currently on the Chargers roster. Yeah, And that's another big red zone target for Philip Rivers.
0: So we'll see. Um my bench isn't as strong as I like, but I do think my my starting lineup, I'm a little worried about Phelan being more a favorite of Case Keenum. Um, I think he's a crazy talented receiver, but um, Cousins hasn't been thrown to him a whole lot. Um, but even so, I think that was still a pretty good pickup. Um, I jumped on the Royce Freeman hype train and picked him up as well. Um, he'll, he will be the number one running back in Denver. And he's a workhorse back, and I've watched him in Oregon for many years, and I know he's he's a powerful guy, and I think he will score. Um, I'm definitely happier than I was last year with my with my team. Um, decisions whether to start Goff or Cousins is probably the only real tough decision I have to make week in, week out. Uh, unless. And realistically,
1: realistically that will probably be determined for you by
0: around week five. Yeah. Um, I had the same thing last year I had with Matt Ryan and Cam Newton, so it was... Yeah, you know, it's it happens, and, and yeah, I don't know. What was the who do you think who do you think in the in our te- in our league has the best team and 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 why? Uh,
1: I really don't think there's that many great teams in this league. I'm actually pretty concerned about the fact that we have twelve teams, a seven deep bench, and I think that might have diluted things a little too much.
0: Yeah,
1: but one team I really like, even though it's pretty boring, it's got. A Pretty undeniable talent as uh, Rohan has Odo Beckham Jr., Larry Fitzgerald at receiver, Melvin Gordon, Rashad Penny, who by the way he took in the fourth round far too soon even for me at running back. Penny's not going to be the full-time starter there probably until about week five considering he had a short training camp and was injured. But he is a first-round pick. Uh, Marquise Goodwin in the flex. And he like- also has on his bench available to flex in Adrian Peterson, Chris Thompson, who is better than we realized beginning of last year before he got hurt and Devonte parker and he also has the choice of tom brady and andrew luck at quarterback only issue is that his tight ends are either charles clay or george kittle both of which are
0: awful choices yeah that's not great um i outside of the fact that he's starting um roethlisberger quarterback i actually really like nick's team um he has uh Juju, who's going to get a ton of touches, he has Chris Hogan, who's going to get literally all of the touches, Um, and then Johnson, McCaffrey, and Ertz, uh, and a possibly rejuvenated uh, Sammy Watkins, with um, Alan Hearns, who's Dallas's only real receiver, uh, Ted Ginn Jr., and Tevin Coleman on the bench, so I think that's a really, really strong team. I'm playing him week one, actually, but...
1: I got to say, I'm really proud of the fact that he has no defense and no kicker, because if you can't get an elite defense or kicker, there's no reason to roster one until the game day. Yeah. Uh, which, on the other hand, Johan, who was uh, Kyle and I's roommate two years ago, has two defenses and two kickers. Which And is really... one of his kickers got cut today. <laughs> Nobody tell <told> him this. <laughs> Please, I want to see how long it takes him to realize this. Which is really but one sad. Of his kickers got cut
0: today. And Yahoo, by the way, gave him one of the two A's in our league for. But to be fair, I think other outside of outside of the fact that he spent four picks on defensive kickers, his starting lineup is one of the 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 better ones just because he has. Um, looking at it, it's actually not that good, but he does have Aaron Rodgers. He does have Stephon Diggs. He does have Devontae Freeman. Um, he does have Demarius Thomas, so he does have talent in his lineup. I just wouldn't say it's that great. And again, um, one of his
1: roster spots is currently being used up on a retiring kicker.
0: <laughs> oh, that's just so ridiculous. Um, who else? I'm just looking. Yeah, there's there's one team. Eric's auto drafted team is is pretty decent, despite the fact that Philip Rivers probably went way higher than he should have been.
1: My guess um, is
0: what happens. he had Philip Rivers in the queue and he turned it on auto traffic and forgot to change that. That's probably what happened. Um, um, oh, I like Leo's team a lot. Um, he has Breeze, Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, Kareem Hunt, Ajayi, Njoku, and Brandon Cooks. Um, I think that's one of the stronger backfields in our league with Ajayi and Hunt. Um, yeah. Carlos Hyde a pretty decent bench. Hyde. Up. He has Will Fuller on the bench too, and Keelan Cole. I tried to trade him
1: for Will Fuller, and was told that he would not be accepting offers.
0: Yeah, I wanted Will Fuller, but I totally forgot about him. Just because there's so many good receivers. Um, yeah, he is frustrating. James Winston, though, who is a he bad is, bench. Yeah, player. that gets, and That should give him. He should start every game with minus five points or something like that. I'm going to air one of my pet peeves right now about the way that sure. Yahoo Fantasy, or that Fantasy in general is set up, and that's that the, unless it's changed, and correct me if this is wrong, but the defense gets the credit for the kick returns, right? Uh, not the players,
1: not the players. The defense and the players both do. So, okay, defense both penalty, do. So, like, if you have Kareem Hunt, and Kareem Hunt returns a kick for a touchdown, you get a touchdown for him and a touchdown for Casey defense. Okay. But if it's returned by, say... Jalen Ramsey, then that's only the Jaguars' defense. He came out as a receiver. Right, okay,
0: that makes sense. Okay.
1: One year I played with ADPs, and I had Patrick Peterson, and I got 14 points because he had a touchdown, I had the defense as well, and he got a two-point conversion as a receiver on the next play.
0: Yeah, well...
1: But that doesn't usually happen, and also ADPs are terrible.
0: Well, I, I feel a lot better about this year than I did last year, um, where I started 0-6 and finished, like, 8-8 and or something like that, so...
1: Um, last year, I started. I was in two leagues, and I started seven and zero in both of them, and I only won one championship. Yeah, well, that's not moderately 7-0. embarrassing. But but also last year, I got lucky with about four players because I had Fournette in both leagues. I had uh I had Fournette in both leagues. I had Kelsey in both leagues, and I had Deshaun, Wat- uh, Deshaun Watson in both leagues before he got hurt. And DeAndre Hopkins in both leagues.
0: Yeah, That's not bad. Um, yeah, all right. Well, who so who's gonna be, who who do you think's gonna have the most disappointing year, and 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 who's gonna be the the breakout? Who's gonna be this year's Alvin Kamara? Uh, the breakout
1: is going to be the guy I drafted, the, my number one receiver, which is not great. Corey Davis. Supposedly he has a special connection with Marcus Mariota, and there is nobody else there. Rashard Matthews is old and terrible. Uh, Corey Davis is going to be the guy in Tennessee when now that they actually have a passing game, yeah. and the guy that is going to fall off the face of the earth completely to never be talked about again, potentially Le'Veon Bell in his fourth straight contract year with the Steelers now having no interest in keeping him into next year, probably not really somebody they can even viably trade considering the value of running back in today's league and how much he's going to cost the next year. I think there's a real chance that they just run Le'Veon Bell into the grounds and that he never recovers.
0: Yeah. I think that, that's, that's pretty much the consensus here. I agree. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Out of the rookie class, I mean, obviously, we, we know Barkley's going to be good. Um, I, You know, Lamar Jackson could conceive, conceivably pull a Deshaun Watson this year. Obviously, his team's much less talented, and he has to get over uh, a starting quarterback first. But he looked really good when I watched him in preseason, so you never know. Um, running back-wise, I don't know. It's always hard to predict these guys. Um or, or even these receivers, Calvin Ridley could have a big year if Matt Ryan decides he likes him. Um, just cause he's going to be the third receiver on a team that has a bunch of crazy talented receivers. So he, he's going to get looks, um, when Julio's triple teamed. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, there's a few interesting ones here. Um, overall, I think we made, we made a decision to, to switch podcasting apps. I think it was the right one. Um, so I think we'll probably be back on 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 in a few weeks or even next week uh, to review week one, um. But for now, this has been, uh, West Coast bias recorded both directly from the West Coast for the first time in its history. So, um. I didn't even know that. That's something. That's something.
1: That explains you're not up at one thirty.
0: Yeah. Um, but we'll be back from Savannah, Georgia, and San Diego. Uh, next week.